0: For the remainder of this month, today, beginning today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Because relationships is really at the core of who we are. God is love and he wants to have relationship with us. So we are um, (laughs) uh, going to be talking about relationships. And um, I will start today. And Elder Michael Martin will continue on next week. And then we will have communion, where we will have the opportunity to uh, peer into ourselves and to ask God to remove from us any stains and that we can um, uh, approach one another if there's something that we need to ask forgiveness for to come together. That will be for communion on the 22nd. And on the 29th, our family life department will again focus on a different aspect of relationships. So um, let's start today and um, I wanna take you uh, through a little bit of history for me. Of course, you kinda saw the preview. So uh, this is my first car, Uh, or it's like my first car. It's a 67 Pontiac, I I think. Uh, Alan will probably yell out and say, no, that's not what it is, but he knows what it is, that's what I remember. Um, My car didn't look as good as this one. It was, uh, they had like stripped all the paint off, but it ran beautifully. It uh, had power steering. You could turn a corner with one finger. We had power brakes. If you're not careful, you'd end up through the windshield. And uh, it was so big, as you can see, it was almost like riding in a boat. You know, you stop and you kind of do this, you know? So I don't know if it was supposed to be that. Maybe my shocks were as old as the car was, but that was my first car. This was my second car just a little bit of a step up a chevy um chevette and so that was good that was fun obviously a little a little smaller a little harder to turn not as easy that i had to press the brakes a little bit more but it was good then the next car was a toyota corolla i loved this car because it was it was new for me and um, it was just exciting to be able to ride everywhere in my new car with rack and pinion steering, whatever that means. And then my next car was um, a Toyota Camry. And so this is what began my journey with my vehicles. And so then you want to know, okay, Debbie, that's really nice, but what's the point? Well, see, all of these cars, in fact, all cars have one thing in common. They all require Routine maintenance. All of them. And if you don't take care of them, they won't take care of you. They, um, I, I was here just kind of working on a sound check last night, and I was talking with Don Allen. And he was, we were just sharing back and forth about some of these points. And he said, yeah, my father used to say, you know, if you take care of your car, son, the car will take care of you. And so it's really important that you do all the things in order to maintain your vehicle. Well, our relationship with Christ is the same way. We need to routinely maintain our relationship with Christ. So um, I want to do a couple of things. You see, Jesus, it, back in his day, he often used parables, simple stories to kind of drive home a point, illustrate a point. And he used common day experiences so that people would get it. They would understand, and more importantly, as they went about their daily duties doing these things, they would recall the words of Jesus, ingenious. So I'd like to employ a couple of visual aids to help us remember. And so we're gonna learn a little bit more than you ever thought you'd learn today in church. And uh, we're gonna start with learning about a few of the things that are really important to maintain your car, what room, routine maintained, uh, maintenance is all about, and we're gonna start with um, one of the most important things. Now, there are many things, but we'll be here until three o'clock if I try and go through them all, so there are just five that I wanna go through. So the first one is oil. It's really important to um, have oil, have your oil change, it's like every 3,000 miles, you want to make sure that you have a good, clean oil because that's what runs through your engine. That's what keeps it clean. That's what keeps it running well. If you don't do that, your car will let you know. Don was telling me last night, you know, you, you may start hearing some sound, ping, 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 because it doesn't have the nice, clean oil to keep everything lubricated. And so um, you, you don't have that oil, then you may be driving with sludge, and that is not a good thing for your, for your engine. Well, when we're walking with Jesus, we have to remember that we will not go far without the Holy Spirit. And as the Bible um, kind of likens the Holy Spirit to oil, it's important that we have the oil of the Holy Spirit so that we have consecrated lives for God's service. Not only do we need the Holy Spirit to be empowered for divine service, but also so we can be spiritually enlightened. John 16, 13 says that, that when the Spirit comes, he will guide us into all truth. It was Wednesday evening at prayer meeting, and Elder Mark was saying at the end, he says, you know, there are a couple things I want you to pray for. I don't remember the first one, but the second one I remember, he said, we need to pray for the Holy Spirit because several attendees at the, at the prayer meeting said, where was that text again? John eleven thirteen, 13. And someone else would say, where was that text again about the Holy Spirit? John eleven thirteen. 13. So now I've got it. Where can you find about the Holy Spirit? John eleven thirteen, 13. And where it says that we're encouraged to ask for the Holy Spirit because we want to make sure that we have that clean oil in us every day. So what's the next thing? So the second one is kind of a twofer. So it's um, one is it's called a cabin air filter. I didn't even know that existed. I don't know what a cabin L filter was. So Yeah, I see the guys laughing and nodding. Well, when I got my oil changed on Thursday, um, and I asked uh, the owner, because I go there all frequently, sidebar, if you frequent the same establishments, you can establish relationships with people all the time so they get used to you. They know you're coming. That gives you opportunities to say a word for the Lord. Because you've developed kind of a relationship. Something to keep in mind. So I asked him, I says, might you have a filter that I can use for a presentation that I'm giving this weekend? He said, okay, well, what presentation are you giving? I said, well, I'm speaking in church about the importance of a relationship with Christ. And he went, oh, he, this is what he did. And he gave me this. He said, do you need anything else? And I said, well, you know, we talked a little bit and we went over a few things. So this was actually... What was in my, you know, this was my filter. It's a little dirty. But um, the important thing is to have this filter so that you keep um, the contaminants of the air out. So that the, I didn't even know. So, you know, you're breathing in in the car. You want to make sure that you're, you're breathing in clean air. The other part of the twofer is windshield wipers and fluid. Now, um, I have kind of an example. We know this is Windex, but I wasn't going to lug that big gallon thing of windshield wiper fluid with me. But it's still blue or some kind of color like that. And so it's important to have windshield wipers and windshield wiper fluid so that you can see where you're going. You want things to be clear. You want to keep the debris from in front of your sight. When it's raining really hard or snow or ice or hail or somebody splashes muddy Uh, water onto your windshield. You want to be able to clear that out. So it's important when you talk about our relationship with Christ that we employ a filter, that we uh, keep all of the bad stuff out and keep the good stuff in. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 23 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We should ask as David did in Psalm fifty one ten, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Let me read this, what Ellen G. White says in Messages to Young People, page 285. Those who would not fall a prey to Satan's devices must guard well the avenues of the soul. They must avoid reading, seeing, hearing that which will suggest impure thoughts. So as we know, I believe it's in Philippians 4.8, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are right, noble, all of those things, think on these things. So we want to use a filter to filter out the bad so we don't have soul contaminants and issues with what may happen. So let's go to the next thing. I have this in my pocket because I would have lost it. You need to make sure that you check your tires. And so what I found out, and it was so funny because, you know, I was talking to Lynn and Alan because, you know, I was talking to Alan to get some expert advice about some of these things. And Lynn said, oh, I just read that the other day. I said, wow, what? She says, you take a penny and uh, you turn it so that the head of the penny is kind of pointing down, and when you put it on your tire, if the tread, if it goes down so that it's in the middle of the forehead, you've got enough tread. You're pretty good. So it's important to have good tread on your tires because you don't know what kind of terrain you might be exp- come in contact with, and you want to be able to manage that, and you want to be able to manage it all the time for a long time. So this is how you check the tread. Oh, you guys... And your tires. Now, we want to make sure that we have tread on sharing our faith. Um, We want to, we've we've been learning in Sabbath school in Ephesians that we need to have, and this talks, talks about it in Ephesians 6, we want to have our feet shod with the gospel of peace. We need to be ready at all times to share God with others. We need always be prepared as we never know when an opportunity or different terrain, may arise to share the good news of the gospel. Now, I looked up, well, what is, uh, there was a question in uh, my research, what does shod with the gospel mean? And it was interesting to me that they said, shod means equipped with tires. <laughs> I thought, how perfect is that? So um, we want to make sure that we are always ready Just like you want to make sure your tires are ready and prepared for anything and anywhere. We want to always make sure that we are ready to share the love of Jesus, to do a good deed, to give a a good kind word. All of those things are really important. Then number four. Number four is you want to make sure that you keep your car clean. Okay, don't don't the men gasp. This is a chamoy, a a cloth. Chamois. Uh, Obviously, I didn't do enough research. Um, It's the type of cloth that when it's wet, you can actually dry off the whole car with this one little thing because it soaks in all of the the, the water. It holds it and then you can wring it out and use it again and again and again. And Ray certainly has because these are usually yellow. And you can tell that it's been used quite a bit because it's no longer yellow. So that is the chamois, right. Okay, so that we want to make sure that we want to keep our car clean inside and out. For the car, it helps keep the rust at bay. It helps it so that it looks good, your car looks good. You see in cars, you know, sometimes people, if they live out in the country and they're driving on a dirt road and after it rains, their car, you know, it splashes a lot of and it looks, <laughs> I saw a, 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 um, a prime truck making the delivery, and it had obviously been to a, a number of different dirty places because then on the side, someone had taken their finger, and they wrote, wash me, because it was really dirty. So it, not really a good representation you know, for the company to have a vehicle that was dirty. Well, we want to make sure that we are praying every day So that we can keep clean on the inside. We want to ask God for forgiveness. We want him to bring to our minds the things that we need to change, the things that we need to do so that we can be more like him, that we can be closer to him. And prayer is the key for that, to keep us clean. This needs to happen every day. Just like you clean your car out every day, you want to keep prayer every day for an optimal relationship with Christ. Then the last thing is fuel. Oh, nothing in there for fuel. Well, let's just talk about it. So fuel is you want to make sure that your car is using the fuel that it was designed to use. If it has a diesel engine, you don't put in um, other stuff. And if it's uh, non, what is it, uh, uh, Unleaded, thank you. If it's unleaded, then you don't want to use diesel fuel. You want to make sure you use unleaded fuel. Why? Because the car was designed to run optimally using the best fuel. In our relationship with Christ, we want to make sure that we're using or that we're taking in the correct fuel that was designed for us for optimal functioning for an optimal relationship. So that means we wanna make sure that we're eating and drinking all of the right things. Now, I will be quick to admit here that this continues to be a struggle of mine, but that's okay. I'd like to think I'm not alone. And uh, we just wanna make sure that we keep pressing forward. We don't wanna stay in one place. God says, come, you know, advance the more you learn, the more you are accountable for to do. So we want to make sure that we're eating those things that are really going to make a difference because it wasn't designed to take in some things that we are eating. If we want to have an optimal relationship with Jesus and to be able to hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us, that's why we need the right fuel 1 Corinthians 10 30, 31 says, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Finally, there are two other things when you think about a vehicle that you need to have. So you're working on these five things that we talked about for routine maintenance. What else do you need? Every car, every car comes with a manual. And if you read that manual, it tells you everything you want to know about your vehicle. And um, if you don't really quite, you know, not just, just kind of go through the thing. It has an index. Um, it shows you like exactly where to go. tells you when you need to change the oil. What kind of tires you need to use. It tells you everything you need to know. With our relationship, what do you think that manual is? The Word of God, the Bible. And God has prepared, he hasn't left us alone or by ourselves. He has given us his Word for a reason. Um, made us. I first heard this Bible as an acronym, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. And that's what it is. He doesn't want people to be lost. God wants to save all of us. Sadly, many, most, will not be saved if they don't adhere to the admonition and and the invitation of Christ. So we want to make sure that we are Reading our manual so that we know exactly what it is that we need to do. Now, what's the other thing? Oh, let me give you a text. Thy word have I hidden my heart, that I might not sin against thee. That's found in Psalm 119, 11. The second thing you need to do is you need to have a good mechanic if you have a car. Because you're not necessarily an expert and so if you run into problems or something breaks down, you need to have someone that you can go to that you can trust, that can give you some, some direction, some instructions, some advice that can fix the thing. Um, and a good, a good mechanic is not someone who just takes your money. <laughs> he actually cares more about um, you and the car, your relationship with the car, than just the car. And so he may give you some tips. When you hear this, do this. When this happens, bring it to me. All of these things are different, different pieces of advice that a good mechanic will do if he's helping you with the service of your car. Well, for us in our Christian walk, we need each other. God has asked us and he has instructed us in Hebrews 10.25, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as the manner of some is. But he wants us to do this even more as we see the day appearing. So we need to be coming together more frequently to encourage one another, to build each other up in the faith. It's really important for us to be able to do that. We can stand firm in our faith because God is faithful. But we also need one another as Christians. It is important to encourage one another. And even Jesus prayed for us in John 17, 21. He prayed that we would be one even as he and his father were one. So as we come close to Jesus, he wants us to come close to one another. And so we need to be able to do that. We heard in our prayers. We want to encourage and lift up our women. We want to encourage and lift up our young people. We want to think about those who have had losses in their family. How how can we do this alone? Jesus is with us, but he says, but hang on to one another. More than that, the people who are outside of us will look at us and say, wow, wow. What is going on there? They're so unified, they're so supportive of one another. We want them to know that we are Christians by our love and demonstrate godly unity. So what do we have now? We have the five things that we talked about. Oil for the car, which is the Holy Spirit that we need to plead for every day. We have the cabin air filter And windshield wipers and fluid, because we don't keep the debris out. We want to have a filter and make sure that we allow nothing into our minds or our hearts that are going to be a spiritual contaminant. We want to guard the avenues of our soul. Third, we want to have good tires all the time. We want to be able to share our faith wherever we go, take advantage of every opportunity to share the love of Jesus with someone. Four, we want to keep our car clean. We want to keep our bodies clean, our mind clean. We want to be forgiven of our sins. We want to pray and ask God, please help me to be all that you want me to be. And we can do that as we stay in prayer, pray often and and all the time. And number five, we want to make sure that we're taking in the right fuel. We want to eat the right things and drink the right things because we want to hear When Jesus is speaking to us, when the Holy Spirit is saying, this is the way, walk ye in it, how can you hear that when you have a mind that's foggy? You can't. So pray with me that I will do this as I pray for all of us that we will observe these things to keep us ultimately um, have the the best relationship with Christ. And then, of course, we want to remember our two things that we hold on to the most. The manual is ultimately ultimately the most important. We want to study our Bible so that we know what it is that God wants us to do. And we want to help each other. Okay, so we want to be the mechanic in each other's lives. There are some of us who are new in this walk. And even not maybe new in the walk, but we might want to talk with someone who's had a little bit more experience. Just like the mechanic has a lot of experience with a lot of cars. Some of us have had a lot of experience and the Lord has really poured into them. And so we want to take advantage of the benefit of the relationship that they have had and seek their, um, their encouragement and their advice. So we want to take advantage of all of those things as we strive to be what God wants us to be and have the best relationship. So um, ideally, Jesus wants us to be with him. And this is the invitation that he presents to each of us. He wants us to be with him in glory when he comes. But there are things that we have to do. And as we do those things, as we see in the text that we, from our scripture, if we obey God's commandments, blessings will abound and it says it will overtake us. It'll, we'll be knocked over with blessings if we do what God has asked us to do. And so I would like to implore all of us that we would take these things and that maybe we don't look at cars the same way now. Every time you get in your car, you're thinking, hmm, have I asked for the Holy Spirit? Have I, have I uh, am I keeping my, my mind clear? And am I keeping the, the contaminants out when I think about the cabin filter and the windshield wiper? Am I, are my tires good? Am I, do I have an opportunity to share my faith with someone? Um, is it clean? Am I representing Christ aright because it looks clean on the outside as well as on the inside? And am I putting the right fuel in so that I can hear the Holy Spirit talking with me? So um, I'm just praying that God will bless us all as we continue. And when we hop in our cars, we'll just be kind of hopping into a a spiritual ride along, you know? And um, uh, I just want to ask you if you would stand with me so we can pray and ask God to do what he does best and gives us the opportunity to think about common things but remember that there's always a spiritual lesson in all of these things that that will help us to keep our mind on Christ that even as we go about our daily duties and what we do it's not so much about all of those responsibilities and those things it's about what are we doing So that we can have the best relationship with Jesus. (laughs) Let us pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for the message that you have provided. And I pray that you would help us, that we would keep open minds and hearts, so that as your Holy Spirit speaks to us, we will be attentive and obedient. Be with us the rest of this day, and might we have a glorious time fellowshipping with one another and lifting up your name and and experiencing the joy of not just Christian fellowship, but fellowship with you on this Sabbath day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Elder Dick, for that.